Jesus. And mass, God bless us all in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. It's time for the word of the living God. I pray that the word of God will accomplish and prosper in what that has been sent to do in our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Good morning, man. God bless you, man. Thank you, sir. Good morning, sir. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you very, very much for this opportunity. God bless you, sir. I'm going to continue to increase you, sir, in Jesus' name. Good morning, mommies and daddies. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning, Good morning, Good morning, God bless you, sir. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you very much, Pastor Lady Kuh, for the opening charge. May God continue to increase you in his wisdom and knowledge in Jesus' mighty name. Anointing continue to be fresh upon your life, man, in Jesus' name. We are just going to go on from the last prayer we prayed, and uh, um, I want us to please take this chorus as we continue. Create me a Make me pure in the mighty 
Holy are you, Lord? from us. Lord, we lift our hands, our hearts, our voices in unison, in holiness this morning to worship you, to exalt you, to magnify your holy name. Thank you, Lord, for preparing us for such a time as this. Blessed be thy name forevermore. Father, as we go into your word, we pray, O God, that your word will do us good, that your word will purify us, that your word will sanctify us this morning, that your word, O God, will be to us as mirror to show us our lives, to instruct us, to correct us, and to give us direction, Lord, to increase us in our knowledge of you, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Speak to us, O oh God. Speak through me. Give me, Lord, as a vessel to honor in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, precious Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you very much, mommies and daddies. God bless you. God bless us all in Jesus' mighty name. This morning, by the grace of God, I want us to examine a topic which I put as holiness of the heart without hypocrisy. 
holiness of the heart without hypocrisy. And we are going to be considering the book of Matthew, chapter 23, verse 13 to 15. And then we'll jump to verse 25 to 28. And we are going to also read from Matthew, chapter 5, verse 3 to 8. And the Almighty God will help us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Matthew 23, 13 to 15. The Bible says, But woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye shut up the kingdom of heaven against men. For ye neither go in yourselves, neither suffer ye them that are entering to go in. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye devour widows, widows' houses, and for a pretense make long prayer. Therefore ye shall receive the greater damnation. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye compass sea and land to make one proselyte, and when he is made, ye make him twofold more the child of hell than yourselves. Matthew 23, 25 to 28. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye make clean the outside of the cup and of the platter, but within they are full of extortion and excess. Thou blind Pharisee, cleanse first that which is within the cup and platter, that the outside of them may be clean also. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye are like unto whited sepulchres, which indeed appear beautiful outward, but are within full of dead men's bones and of all uncleanness. Even so, ye also outwardly appear righteous unto men, but within ye are full of hypocrisy and iniquity. Matthew chapter 5, 3 to 8. Blessed are the pure, blessed are the poor in heart, in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. May the Lord bless the reading of his words in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God's nature is holiness. He, he cannot be pleased with anything less than holiness in our hearts and our lives. The actual act of righteousness without real inward cleansing are not enough in the sight of God. And that is why an English preacher that I like to read his um, quotes and his writings, Charles Spurgeon said, doctrines in the head without holiness in the life are of no service. At a, at a point, he also said that if 
your theology doesn't change your behavior, it will never change your destiny. And that's, he, he also said that he who does not long to know more of Christ knows nothing of him yet. So that is to say we need to keep working on daily basis. Mm. And that is why the prayers our dear Momiku, Pastor Momiku raised, that Lord help me to know you on daily basis, help me to have more knowledge of you, is very important. Our outward expression of good behavior without genuine conversion and heart transformation cannot make us acceptable to the Lord. This, this was exactly the problem of the Pharisees, and Jesus condemned them. The passages we read, we saw how Jesus was saying, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, and then he will crown it up and say, Hypocrites. I could just visualize him in my mind's eye, how he was, you know, cautioning them, how he was, you know, trying to bring them to understand what he was talking about. That was the problem. They kept the, the strict details of obedience to God's laws, but that was only outwardly. Hypocrisy kept them away from the real fellowship with God. And the Bible compared them to a white sepulchre. When I was so much younger, I, I used to attend a lesson. The English teacher, we always say, oh, this is painted sepulchre, painted sepulchre. We didn't know what he meant, but every day the man kept saying painted sepulchre. Until one day, one of us now said, what is painted sepulchre? He said, he said you see a sepulchre is painted, maybe a church, a building, painted, beautiful. But when you go inside, it's filled with rubbish. He's filled with all kinds of things. He said that is a painted sepulchre. The Bible calls it a whited sepulchre. That is having outward appearance that looks good, that looks real, but inside is filled with all kinds of things that are not worthy of mention. During the Sermon of Jesus on the Mount, he dwelt on inward righteousness. He dwelt on something in the spirit, on something that has to do with the condition of the heart. He talked about blessings. He talked about blessings for the poor in spirit, the, the meek, they who hunger and thirst after righteousness, and the pure in heart. And then Jesus in his sermon emphasized on inward virtues and morality. I will then encourage us to ask ourselves, is my righteousness greater than the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees? Do I have the inward holiness or is it the external hypocritical kind of righteousness? The reason we need to ask ourselves those questions is because Jesus said, that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees, ye shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. 
if all the righteousness we have is the outward one that only our neighbors, our friends, and other people can see, if our outward acts of righteousness are not backed up with a corresponding inward purity and holiness, then it will be difficult for us to make it to heaven. May we not miss heaven in Jesus' name. Amen. Holiness of the heart will make us to do more than others are doing in their various religions. Christianity, as we all know, is relationship with God. It's not a religion. To sacrifice everything in order to be able to please God, to deny ourselves and to make necessary restitutions. These are things we, we must do. These are steps we must take in order to show our inward righteousness, holiness, purity towards God and all men. Without inward holiness, little, little compromises will be allowed into our hearts and lives and will eventually prevent us from entering into the kingdom of God. As we look at the scriptures, we should ask ourselves these questions. Are there things that God will look at in my life and judge as hypocrisy? Do I have the holiness of hearts without hypocrisy? That is to say, am I true to myself? Am I doing the right thing? If Jesus were to stand in front of me, or if I, if I were to be conscious of his presence with me, I, everywhere I go, everything I do, will I still do exactly the same things? According to Wikipedia, hypocrisy is the practice of engaging in the same behavior or activity for which one criticizes another, or the practice of claiming to have moral standards or beliefs to which one's own behavior does not conform. That is, do as I say, not as I do. Meanwhile, Jesus Christ taught us to be examples to people. We don't even need to, to preach or do anything. We just need to continue living our lives and people continue to follow us and people continue to emulate us. If there is time when we finish, I stumbled on a poem and I'm going to just like to read it to us. So, and then holiness is described as the state of being dedicated or consecrated to God, simply. Hypocrites are carnal and condemned. Jesus pronounced woe on them. He used the same word for Judas Iscariot in Luke 22:22, and he used it for the Pharisees and Sadducees. The word implies indignation, that is woe, judgment, wrath. It implies suffering eternal pain and everlasting condemnation. Hypocrisy 
means looking outwardly, outwardly righteous, looking outwardly holy, looking outwardly lively, looking outwardly consecrated, while inwardly one is full of moral impurity and deception. Have we wondered why it is that in the church we still find people who steal, people who lie? Why is it that we see we have a lot, like in Nigeria, we have a lot of churches, a lot, and yet a lot of criminal activities. We know that there are sheep and wolves mixed together, but I expect or we expect that at least the church should be able to influence people to desist from all these evil things. Well, may the Lord help us. All this one does not mean that the Lord is opposed to outward righteousness. No. After all, he himself said we should let our light shine before men. In Matthew uh, 5, verse 16, we should let our light shine before men that they may see our good works and glorify our Father which is in heaven. Notwithstanding, outward holiness without corresponding inward transformation of character will not take us far. It will not take us anywhere. And it will not take us to heaven. The hypocrite is condemned in the sight of the Lord because with the mouth, he shows much affection, love, and dedication. He shows consecration and devotion to the Lord. But his heart is far from God. Hypocrites will eventually perish if they do not repent. When somebody is a hypocrite, he will practice counterfeit holiness. And counterfeit holiness includes such as hatred. In 1 John chapter 3, verse 16, the Bible says that he who hates his brother is condemned. Christ does not want us to hate people. The person we, that is practicing counterfeit holiness will be offensive. We have offensive behavior and conduct. And we'll be taking offenses at people. The person will be lying. We have Christians, professed Christians who tell lies without impunity. They just keep lying, and you know they are lying, and yet they keep lying. Mm. Idolatry. We practice idolatry. We give attention to things that we should not. Naughtiness, envy, self-will. These are some of the um, characters the people who practice counterfeit holiness exhibit. We need to examine ourselves. If we are practicing true holiness or counterfeit holiness, true holiness includes such as humility, obedience, love, newness of life, innocence, endurance, self-denial, separation from the world. You know, we can mention, we can go on and on and on. The Lord wants us to live a life of daily victory over sin and the flesh. And it takes 
the crucifixion of our self-will to make us conform to the righteousness and holiness of the Lord Jesus Christ. However, this morning there is good news. And every day we have this privilege, you know, of coming to the altar of the Lord, which helps us to renew ourselves, you know, to ask the Lord to help us. In this world, there is so much noise. There is so much, there is so much to contend with. That is why we keep asking the Lord to help us. And the Almighty God will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Please, let us pray. Let us go to the Lord. Let us ask him to help us to conform always to true holiness, to practice true holiness at all times. Let us ask him to help us to know him more in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray, O oh God, that you will help us to know you more. Help us to, uh, to examine ourselves daily. Father, help us, Lord. We cannot do it Lord, help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us to give to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We have prayed. Let us ask that the blood of Jesus should cleanse us and purify us at this time. Father, in the name of Jesus, let the blood of the blood of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus, let the blood of Jesus take every place of sin that belongs to us in our lives. We already prayed. The joint pastor lady Ku was was leading us in prayer. We are going to pray it also again now. Say, Holy Spirit, keep my eyes open. Help me to stay free from deception and hypocrisy. Our eyes need to be open. We need to be aware because it is very easy to just walk into deception unknowingly. So we are going to pray that, Lord, Holy Spirit, help me keep my eyes open. Help me to stay free from deception and hypocrisy. In the mighty name of Jesus, keep my eyes open. Help me to stay free from deception and hypocrisy. In the mighty name of Jesus, keep my eyes open. Let me not walk into deception. Father, help me 
We have prayed. Another prayer is, Father, help me to be vigilant and walk according to your word and truth. We also pray that prayer that the Lord will sanctify us through his word. So, Father, help me to be vigilant. Let me not, let me not, you know, let me not mistake, let me not make mistakes. Yes, let me not walk mistakenly into what I should not. Help me to be vigilant and walk according to your word and truth in the mighty name of Jesus. Let me be obedient to your word in the mighty name of Jesus. We are now going to pray and say, Father, Help me to be true at all times. Help me to be true. Help me to live righteous and holy. It is not by power. It is not by mind. Lord, I need your help to make me whole. I need your help to be true at all times. I need your help to live holy. I need your help to be righteous at all times. Oh God, I don't want to continue to live. We are going to pray that prayer in another way. And we are going to say, Father, let the grace and power to live holy at all times rest upon me now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, let the grace and power to live holy at all times. In the mighty name of Jesus. Almighty God, the grace of God, the power to live holy at all times. Let it rest upon me now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let it rest upon me now. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. We are going to pray. Father, let me not be a hindrance to other people entering the kingdom of God. You know, sometimes the way we behave and the way we act, we can be a, a hindrance. Other people can say, ah, if this is how Christianity is, me, I will not be a Christian. And that is the end. Some people will say, because this woman attends that church, I will not go there. Because that person has not exhibited the life of Christ. So let us pray. As for us, Father, help me to not to be hinder other people from entering the kingdom. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, help me not to hinder other people from entering your kingdom. Lord, let me not be a hindrance to other people. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, let me not be a hindrance to other people from entering the kingdom. Lord, help me to be upright at all times. In the mighty name of Jesus. 
Pledge my life, my attitude, my character, Lord, my lifestyle, Lord, him that other people from to the kingdom. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus, mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. Finally, we are going to pray this prayer. Then I will read that poem to us. Father, let your fire burn every trace of hypocrisy in our church in the name of Jesus. The church of Christ is one. So that's why I said in our church. Father, let your fire burn every trace of hypocrisy in our church in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, let your fire burn every trace of hypocrisy in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, in your church, O God, in our country, in our church, Lord, in our coming together, let your fire burn every trace of hypocrisy in the mighty name of Jesus. Let every as we have prayed, so shall it be unto us in the name of God the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. We quickly read this poem to us. The poem says, your life is Jesus to someone. Your life is Jesus to someone. Your life is Jesus to someone. Though tattered and torn it may be, though oftentimes weak and unstable, you are all of God to someone. You are all of God, someone we see. Your tongue is Jesus to someone. That idle, insensitive word reflects to at least one searching heart, an idle, insensitive Lord. Your goals are Jesus to someone. What you put first, they believe, are the goals of God for the Christian. Your life is all they receive. Your faithfulness, that is Jesus to someone. Your judgment of how God is true rests unquestionably in the faithfulness they see day by day in you. Your love is Jesus to someone. That someone who is seeking to know Jesus will follow and guide and befriend wherever in life they might go. So beware, lest others blaspheme. Beware, lest others blaspheme God by what you say or do. For the only Jesus someone knows is the Jesus they see in you. Praise the Lord. And we end on this note. Let's the beauty of Jesus be seen in me. Only perfect in power and purity. 
Let us shine that beauty in me. Let the beauty of Jesus be seen. So shall it be unto us all in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Over to you, sir. God bless you, Master.